Hello, everyone. I'm reading from Oppression and Social Intervention. I think I might have read from this before, but I'm going to read the last chapter. Um, Toward a Conception of Human Possibilities. And I don't know if I read from that or not. I don't think I have. But sometimes you go back, repeat. Um, so let's get into it toward a conception of human possibilities let me put that down now each age writes its own epitaph indeed creates its own eternity with respect to how it conceives of man and how it conceives of change we either as heirs or as participants in this timeless process must assume the responsibility for defending, changing, or destroying that which we have inherited or wish to bequeath to others. It would not be unfair to state that in the final analysis, humankind defines itself through the societies it chooses to allow to be born and to live and those it decides must be killed. That's very important. Because we're all allowing what's happen, happening to happen. We all allow poverty. They create it. We allow it. We all allow uh, mental death and destruction. We all allow rampant violence. We all allow these things. The problems of social intervention no differently from those associated with the creation of to totally new societies or settings are problems which can be understood in terms of the particular conception of man one elects to infuse with both meaning and validity. The societies that we create, the means we chose or choose to create them, and the ways we go about changing them are all concrete instances of how different conceptions about man and human possibilities determine the form and the content of the societies we build, perpetuate, alter, and terminate. I always in my writing, you can tell this is old because it says men, I always say the people or human beings. I'll say folks, but I'm always saying to conclude all humanity. Because they say men, they mean men and women. They mean men, women, and children. But it's just an old way that they um used to write. I don't even think people write like that anymore. Though. The infusion of meaning and validity into a particular conception of man is not a scientific act, neither does it have anything to do with a purposefully dispassionate pursuit of truth. Regardless of how elaborate the incantations are that accompany it, when, for example, Skinner tells us that a scientific analysis of behavior disposes autonomous man and turns control he has been said to ex exert over the environment. 
He is not making a scientific statement any more than he is providing us with an accurate overview of history. Similarly, when our humanist friends lash out at um, Leibniz's monads, uh, or monads, seek to canonize the subjective aspects of our nature or warn us as um, Polanyi has that one may disassemble a watch and examine all of its parts and reassemble them without learning anything about the meaningful function of the watch or about the nature of time. They are being scientific nor philosophical. Statements about the nature of man are as much political statements as they are attempts to decipher the hidden symbols and meanings of our collective soul. Their function is to provide the rationale or rationales, establish the expectations, and encourage the development of those social structures through which self-fulfilling prophecies are actualized. The importance, for example, of what Waters has called uh, mechanomorphic views of man, views of man which hold that the human being is essentially a reactive processing apparatus driven by built-in instincts, physiological drives, and imprinted habits, is the legitimacy they lend to those like Skinner for whom a society essentially led and managed by elitists represents both the ultimate form of civilized living and the highest expression of social purpose. In short, whether man is dethroned or ennobled with respect to his centrality in the universe, it's as much, excuse me, it's as, much as possible a political problem as it is an issue of philosophical contention. I just wish people really would start doing the social and political work. It's not difficult and it needs to be done because the political class has to be one of the most thoughtless political classes that we've ever had in this society today. I'm talking about your Congress, your president, state assembly, state senate, City councils, mayors, governors, all of it. Um, the social interventionists, no differently from anyone else, cannot be viewed as acting in a socio-political historical vacuum. The process and goals of social intervention to take on their meaning as much from the future as from the past. The importance of what has been called a conception of humankind is that it provides a semblance of continuity to the social interventionist enterprise. Its function is to make action both intelligible and meaningful beyond the exigencies of the immediate situation. Universal needs. The purpose of this final chapter is to share with the reader some preliminary thoughts concerning the development of a guiding conception of human possibilities. Unfortunately, 
The problem with mo most such attempts is that they lend themselves to the propagation of universal need theories, theories based on the hierarchical ordering of needs and their sequential fulfillment over time. Maslow's holistic dynamic approach to personality, for example, is one such theory in that it posits an unfolding process in which the lower order needs, physiological and safety needs, must be satisfied before the higher needs, self-actualization and aesthetics needs, uh, become either prepotent or assume a position of greater urgency in a motivational hierarchy that distinguishes the human condition. These universal needs are not presented here as a theory, which seeks to account for the general development of personality. Rather, the term universal needs is used to connote the conditions towards which human organisms strive or is inclined independent of age, level of sophistication or stage of development. The unfolding process therefore is not defined as a sequential process whose beginning and end are tied to the different drives or symbolized by qualitatively different kinds of satisfactions. Quite to the contrary, the human condition is its possibilities and, the, and these possibilities or universal needs set humankind apart from all other forms of exist, existence. And the experience of these possibilities is the essential, the essential unchanging mandate of our mode of being in the world. Um, universal needs food, access to food, clothing, and shelter. I was just thinking about this today. There was a time when human beings could just go and pick food or take food and grow it in a little small plot and feed themselves. What? We have moved into a situation where you have to pay for everything with this thing they call money. What is money based on? Nothing. Um, but the power of the people who hold it. And if you take stuff without paying for it, you can be shot or these guns put in your face. Um... That hasn't happened yet, but it doesn't mean that it won't happen at some point in the future. Um, this is an old book. And I think I also found this where I found the um, the essay, the book with the essay in it about um, the slave life cycle. There was an old school closing down. They were throwing away these books. And I think I, I took this. Either I took this from there no, I got this from my mentor when I was studying psychology um, and she gave me a few books she was getting rid of and 
I think this was in that in that section. I believe that's where I got it. Or did I buy it from the library? I might have bought this from the library, but I know I got it from one of those places. There used to be a library in Brooklyn um, that would sell used books. They don't do that anymore. And it's unfortunate. There's a lot of books I wish even um, that they keep in the basement. And I wish they would um, sell some of those books. I would like to buy them. Um, the way the budget cuts are going in New York City, they may get to a point where if the libraries are closed more often than not, maybe they'll start to sell books. We'll see. Um, in that case, um, if you ever have a library near you that sells books, you should. You should create your own library uh, if you have the space. If you do it digitally with PDFs, that's fine. It's fine. But you should always have a library, build a library. And if you do a digital library, make sure you keep it in more than one place. Um, I'm old, so I do like the books, but I have read books on my phone and on my tablet. Um, if you want to support this this podcast, the station, you could do so directly. You can hit the links or you can become a sponsor. Until next time, take care.